Today's daf is Maseches Nazir daf Mem Gimel. Our Gemara adds a halachic stringency on top of the halacha we were learning yesterday regarding Tumas Ohel, which is the type of impurity that comes upon a person when they enter a closed space, a roofed space that contains inside of it a dead corpse. The impurity spreads throughout and comes upon anyone and anything that comes into that space. That is the classic case of how a Kohen or any person for that matter, becomes impure. Our Gemara adds that a Kohen also should not enter the room where there is a Gosais lying there. Shouldn't come into a room where there's a person who's lying there who's in a state of being that Halacha calls a Gosais. A Gosais is essentially someone who's dying, heaving their final breaths in this world. And since the concern is very high that this person could pass away at any second, Chazal forbade a coin from being in the same room as this individual. And that's the halacha that's learned out of today's daf. When this is when this halacha is brought, the Machaber follows this halacha. doesn't bring impurity into the world until they actually pass away. Nevertheless, the Kohen shouldn't go into that room that does have a Gosais. And the Ramah adds, Yesh Matirin, there are those who argue on this, Vitov Lahachmir, it is better to be stringent. Many ask the question, and I saw this in the Maros Adaf, about Eliyahu Hanavi, who revived the little child of the Isha Hatzorfatit. How is he allowed to enter the Ohel? As we know, Eliyahu was a Kohen. How is he allowed to go into that room where this child was? The Shita Mikobetzes and Bab Metziah, Kuf Yadal, and Malaf, Answered that the child was not actually dead, but was teetering, was in the between life and death in the stat- status of a goses. Okay, but that's still against the Gemara. Today's daf says the Shita Mikubetzas, which says that even a, even a goses it might pass away at any second. We can't risk the impurity that will come from a coin being in the room. So the answer given is that Eliyahu knew he had bada'ut. He was certain with confidence that the child would live. So the child did not have the status, therefore, in at least in the case of Eliyahu's understanding, the status of a goses. And therefore, no chashash tuma, no fear of becoming impure. The Tosos, however, over there, Mamatzi also notes this decision of Eliyahu based on his knowledge that the child would live, creating a situation of pikuach nefesh, of life, life endangerment, which pushes aside the prohibition to become impure to a dead corpse. The problem is, ask the achronim, the whole permissive case of chilul Shabbos, of violating Shabbos for a life-endangering situation was designed for a person who's alive, not for somebody who's dead. As well, in the Nitziv, in Emek Sheila, he asked why Eliyahu needed vada'ut, certainty that he would revive the child, even in case of pikuach nefesh, safik pikuach nefesh, we're not sure whether this will save the person's life or not. It's still treated as pikuach nefesh, and we violate Shabbos. The Nitziv explains, and it's brought in the Shil, takuf samer zayin, os zayin, that we need to differentiate between two reasons for pikuach nefesh overriding the laws of Shabbos. The Torah says the Jewish people kept the Shabbos was that coined the teaching violate one Shabbos so that they'll be able to, to follow many Shabbos so the Gemara says this teaching reflects 
a certain that you're going to save a person to do what is needed to save a person's life. A v'chaibah, the second pasuk, you should live by them, also covers even a doubtful case of whether the person's life is in danger. And therefore, we have two bases, yes, that's the word, for pikuach nefesh is doche isure Torah. One is chilol of Shabbos achas. that's in the case of where you know the person will be saved. And v'chaibah is even broader and more inclusive of a case of doubt. Now we can understand, Tosos, that the Torah never gave a drasha for dechias iso, for pushing away the prohibition for a dead, for a corpse, for a dead corpse, only for the living. But the drasha of chilol of Shabbos achas, we're going to violate one Shabbos, applies even to a dead person. Therefore, we can violate Torah prohibitions. This message about Eliyahu Navi reminded me of the Medrash in Esther Rabbah, in Ches Pizkazayin, after Esther calls for three days of fasting, she says to Mordechai, Lech Knos is called Yehudim, and you're going to fast on the 13th, the 14th, and 15th of Nisan, Shalach Labari Behem, Yom Rishon Shal Pesach, Esther says to Mordechai, the Jewish people right now are like a gosei, teetering between life and death, and you're worried about matzah and Pesach, what are we going to eat? We know we have a safe way to save one Jew, we can move heavens and earth, so too we don't give up on any Jew, as Eliyahu Hanavi taught us.